The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Now when Judas had left them, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and God will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. I give you a new commandment. Love one another. As I have loved you, so should you also love one another. This is how we will all know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. If you've been paying close attention, you will find that today's Gospel really is the summary of the Easter season. This command to love one another. Love is what leads us. And love is what expands as we use it. The experience of the resurrection is not something that we or the disciples could comprehend, that we could understand, but rather it is something that we experience. It's felt at our core. I've always said belief is stronger than knowledge. Perhaps not the most popular thing to say at a university, but I think it's very true. It's not that it It's not that belief contradicts knowledge, but rather belief transcends knowledge. Belief starts with knowledge, with what we know, and meets us where we're at, and then takes us to the place in our soul where our hope and our joy dwell. That is what our belief does. It is is a dynamic quality and it allows for the hope of possibilities of things not yet known. Knowledge, on the other hand, is what we've always known. It's a static element. It's foundational, but it doesn't propel us forward the same way that belief does. The apostles and the early Christians' experience of the resurrection requires a a courageous choice to forget the pain of their own loss, to return to the lives they once knew and return to fishing and return back to Emmaus, or to be led by love, to become creators, to dare to think about something that they would have not done otherwise, to become cultivators, to nourish the best in people. Do you love me? Jesus asked Peter, then feed my sheep and tend my lambs. Then don't just speak to the Jews, but speak to everybody, the Gentiles and eventually everyone to the ends of the earth. This is the love that leads us. It gives us the courage to stretch out our hands and be led to the place where we would otherwise not go, to do the things that we would not otherwise do. And in doing so, love saves us. I think mostly from ourselves. It takes us out of control and gives us courage and perseverance. Love isn't practical. Even the way we talk about it says this to be true. We don't say we build love or that we achieve love. What do we say? We fall into love. 
And yet, we fall wonderfully so, which is probably the greatest gift that you can ever give yourself, honestly. Love is a kind of a surrender, mostly of our own ego, because it exposes the vulnerabilities that we have and renounces the delusions that we carry about ourselves. Love is what blurs the line between giving and receiving, because in love one simply becomes the other. But for all of the poetry that we talk about regarding love, it's not so easy in the world that we live in today. Our hearts are not simply broken open, sometimes they're just broken. Vulnerability can bring us happiness, but it can just as easily bring us tears. Does it mean that we shy away? Well, it might. But I think the big difference lies in the motivations, and it's how we know when it is love and when it is not. It's very simple to me, actually. If it brings about division, then it's not. If it unites us, if it breaks down the barriers, then it is. In his book, The Universal Christ, Richard Rohr writes that love in this way is a bit of a paradox. It often involves making a clear decision, but at its heart is not a matter of the mind or of willpower, but a flow of energy willingly allowed and exchanged without requiring anything in return. He compares love to water, which I think is very helpful. Water that flows unstoppably downward around every obstacle. Love and water seek not the high place, but always the lower places. That's why forgiveness is often the most powerful display of love and action. Fundamentally, in our everyday life, I think this is most of the time what it means for us to love one another because love is constantly creating future possibilities for the good of everybody concerned, especially when things go wrong. My friends, in this Easter season, when we recognize that for the disciples, as well as for us, nothing is meant to be the same after the resurrection. It changes everything, it changes us. My hope for all of us is that we have the courage to be led by love, to be willing to open up new possibilities that we would not have chosen otherwise, so that we may not only recognize God more clearly in our own lives, but that we may recognize God more clearly in each other.